Welcome to Your Ink Story, a podcast exploring what humans have in common through the stories behind the body art folks wear. I'm your host, Andy Lyons, and I hope these ink-spirational short stories sharing the heart behind tattoos fascinate you and leave you feeling more meaningfully connected to humanity. This is season one and episode one of the Your Ink Story podcast, and I am so delighted to begin this inspirational series with our first guest, Madeline Sklar, who began her ink journey at the age of 17 with her first tattoo, and 30 years later, she has two full sleeves filled with beautiful memories and reminders from her extraordinary lived experiences. Welcome to Your Ink Story, Madeline Sklar. I'm so delighted you're here to share your ink story. Well, thank you, Andy Lyons. I'm so glad you invited me. I love talking about my ink. (laughs) Well, folks, I have to tell you, those tuning in, I have been a devoted fan of Madeline's for 12 years, and she's going to tell you why. Tell everybody how you glow in the world, Madeline. Oh, gosh, I am known for teaching people how to use Twitter better in their marketing. Uh, I've been called the tattoo wearing social media evangelist like that what was written about me. Uh, I just love helping people really, Andy, I like to help people I learned so much about digital marketing, I've been doing it for 27 years, and then social media marketing since 2005. And I just turn around and take everything I learn and teach it to others so they can do it better. And that's what makes you so brilliant, because you do Twitter spaces, you're always out there, Twitter chats, you know, tweet chats that we used to do, so much fun. You are a phenomenal teacher. And now we want to learn from you why and what inspired you to wear art and get a tattoo, body art. I mean, this is a big decision to put something on your body like this. Tell everybody your tattoo origin story. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting, Andy, being that, you know, you and I are both like on social media. So many people know us from social media, but they just base what they know about you from a profile picture, right? And then when you meet them in person or you see them in some other capacity online and they're like, wait a minute, you got a lot of tattoos. I didn't know you had all these tattoos. It's like, Yeah, let me tell you about it. So yeah, it's it's something that's so interesting that people are like so surprised these days. Like I didn't realize that Madeline, you have so many. It all started, Andy, a long time ago when I was in junior high school. And I'll never forget, I was one time in the ladies room and this girl who was a little bit older than me and my friends was showing us this new tattoo she had on her hip. And it was this little tiny unicorn. And I just remember thinking that was so cool. And I thought, hmm, when I'm older, maybe I'll get a tattoo. But this was a long time ago when tattoos were very taboo, even more so for women. And so a handful of years later, it's now in the 80s. And um, one of my really good close friends, I'm in high school, okay, 17 years old. And one of my really good friends had gotten a tattoo. And I was just mesmerized by it. And I had been kind of ever since the girl with the unicorn in the bathroom, I'd be kind of like thinking when I get older, I'm going to want a tattoo. So my friend says, you know, I want to go get another tattoo. You want to come with me? I said, yes, I'd like to come with you. And I was thinking, hmm, I wonder if I should get one too. And the idea I had was just a little small heart. I always loved the band heart. And I always like hearts in general. And I thought to myself, it'd be really cool to have this really small heart, like a black outline and then colored in red. 
very small and I put it on my upper arm so I could hide it if I want, but it'd still be something I could be loud and proud about, even as a 17-year-old. So we go to the tattoo shop in Houston where I lived. And um, back at this time, they didn't require you to produce a driver's license and show ID like they do today. I was going to say 17. Don't you have to be an adult, 18, uh, to get a tattoo? Times have changed. Back in the 80s, they they didn't have all those requirements. Plus, there weren't really that many tattoo shops. I think the one I went to might have been just one of a few in this large city of mine. And it was called Shaw's Tattoo. It's actually a very well-known national uh, tattoo shop. Um, Shaw's Tattoo, great place. And so I go with my friend. She's getting her tattoo. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get, let me just really quickly say, I did ask my parents. Uh, I, I was going to do it regardless. I was that kind of, you know, march to the beat of my own drum type of uh, rebellious teenager. But... I'll never forget, I was sitting at the dinner table with my parents and my sister, and I do remember saying, it's okay if I get a tattoo. Because me and my friend had been talking about this, right? I thought, let me just run it by them. Luckily for me at the time, they were very into self-help and uh, just all of that. You know, that was a big thing in the early 80s. That's and I'll right. I'll never forget my mom. Wayne said, Dyer. Yes, all of that. My mom says, it's your body, you can do what you want. Now, when you're 17, that's a Yes. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't expecting that answer. But to me, I'm like, okay, good. Got my parents approval, even though I knew really I didn't. But uh, and I went and did it and uh, get this little heart. And I remember sitting in the chair and I remember the guy saying, do you want to be up front or do you want to go in the back? Do you not want people to see us? And I don't mind being up front where y'all do where people can, you know, walk by and see. And I don't like to like even with medical needles, I, I don't like to look. So he's doing it. It's tiny. It probably took him like five or 10 minutes to do. But this couple came by and they were watching and the girl goes it was bleeding and I'm like I'm like what <laughs> I'm like it's gonna bleed and so uh but it wasn't a big deal it was quick it was easy and I was very proud as a 17 year old but I did not want my parents to know and I hid it from them as long as I could uh, but eventually they saw it they weren't too happy but they got over it and that Andy was the start of many, many tattoos. Of your love affair with body art. Oh my gosh. So were you nervous? I mean, you talk about the needle and everything. So you probably, you were looking away, but the woman said, oh my gosh, you're bleeding. I would be like, oh. I didn't know what to expect because this was way before computers and the internet and and how you could just go visually see, go look up a YouTube video, like, what is it like to get a tattoo? There was none of that or there was no Google. So I had no idea what to expect. I just saw what it looks like afterwards when people showed me their tattoos. I don't know what it takes to actually do one. But since it was really small, I felt like it wouldn't be a big deal. And it wasn't like gushing blood or anything. I mean, I think it was just barely bleeding a little bit, but apparently that's normal. And I remember the tattoo artist guy saying like, this is normal don't worry it's not a big deal so I I wasn't too concerned but it Um, was just an exciting start to this journey well for someone and listeners you know yours truly here does not have a single tattoo but I've been curious for decades I've been asking people for decades tell me your ink story if you had an ink story that you know you'd like to share you be sure to hop onto yourinkstory.com click that little microphone at the bottom there, leave me a voice message, or you can fill out the guest submission form. But also in the comment threads, if you had like a, whoa, I didn't know it was going to bleed story, put that in there or put a note to Madeline too, if you've got something that you can relate to through that. So let's talk about 
now you've moved forward and you're working on sleeves. Tell everybody what these sleeves look like today. Let's start with that first, and then we'll talk about what this body art means to you. Sure. Well, it got me a long time to get to sleeves. I mean, I just started with this one as a teenager, and then slowly over the years, I'd get one here, get one there. It was a very slow build because I, I know today people think of like, I'm just going to go into a tattoo artist and have them build a whole sleeve and do it in several sessions. That's a very common thing now. But back then, you really didn't see sleeves a lot. And I think when people did have sleeves, it was built on slowly. So this was like several decades of just adding things here and there. But it was really in, I would say, uh, in the two thousand, like probably 2010, where I started getting a little bit bolder and started going a little bit bigger. And, and then in 2013, I came up with this idea to start a, an annual birthday tattoo to myself. And... It was just, it was just a spur of the moment out with some friends on my birthday, 2013, decided while we're out to dinner, hey, I want to go get a tattoo. And that was really, I think, the start of turning things into sleeves because because of my first sleeve, because all I did was have them add to a tattoo I already had, and I was starting to get more visible with them on my lower arm at this time. And I went every year after that and just kept adding and adding to this one arm. And I wasn't thinking of, I want to build a sleeve. It was, I just want to make sure once a year, I have a little present to myself and I love tattoos and I can always think of something that I would want that would be meaningful. And it was just this, this slow start, Andy, that just all of a sudden, 10 years go by with my annual birthday tattoo. I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I really like filled this all out. <laughs> I need like, to work on a new part of my body. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty much what happened in this year in 2023 was the first time I didn't go on my birthday after doing it for for 10 years in a row, you know, every year for 10 years where I was like, well, I kind of ran out of room. And I really can't think of something and I'm not going to do it if I don't have an idea of what I want, because I think that's super important. Yeah. And I'm, that's my next question, because in talking to folks out in the world, a lot of them were saying, oh, I want to hear people's ink stories because I need inspiration for my next tattoo. Did you have a theme that you were working on other than it's my birthday and it's time for a new tat? There was, was there no theme. It was no. just, it, it would be more about what things are important to me right now was a way to kind of highlight this part of my life. And so when I started the annual, what I call my annual birthday tattoo, it was taking a dragonfly tattoo I already had uh, on my, uh, near my wrist. I was starting to move upward, uh, up my upper arm there. And I, I added to it by putting the word sempre, which means always, and the number 111, because my birthday is 111, January 11th. And I always see 111 and 1111 everywhere, always. And when people say, oh, you just look for it. No, I will look at my phone and I'm not looking at my phone every two seconds, but I'll look at my phone and it's 111 or it's 1111. And a lot of people totally get that whole numbers thing. So I-, I, put, I I'm waving wildly here. Yeah, it's always, my husband and I are like, look, it's 111 or 1111. <laughs> so I felt like that that should be on my arm because it's like always I, 111. I, I, I didn't know, know Sempre meant that though. How do you spell that? It's, it's Italian. Uh, my understanding is Italian for always. S-M-P-R-E. Oh my gosh. S-E-M-P-R-E. And then like the next year, um, an interesting one I came up with was four words that I felt like were kind of like the pillar for that year. I was always really big with picking that word of the year. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of us in business entrepreneurs do that. Right. So I came up with gratitude, passion, greatness, and love. So I have it wrapped around 
And I again, I'm starting to kind of move. Like I, I had stuff on my upper arm up high. You couldn't always see uh, unless I had a sleeveless. And then I was like working my, doing a few things on my lower arm. But now I'm like trying to kind of bring them all together. And right. I just kept slowly adding to that. And every time I'd add something, it would be just something that had a lot of meaning. But there's not like this one theme to it all. And I wasn't, as I built the, the, these would end up being these these sleeves. And I always, when people stop me, and I get stopped a lot now because I have full sleeves on my arms, people will be like, oh, I just love all this art. And they look at it. They sometimes want to touch it. And it's just interesting that I feel like it just tells us the story of my life. It's just different parts of my life. Whereas some people today go have like this one theme and they go get their whole arm done around a theme, which I think is super cool. And looking back where I'm at today versus I don't regret all the decisions I made in building it. But part of me is like, I see some amazing sleeves where it's one theme. And I'm like, oh, my God, that'd be so cool. But no, my, my arms are done. My tattoo artist is like, we could start on your leg. And I'm like, no, I think I'm done. <laughs> but with listeners, while Madeline has been telling this story, you know, we're, we are video here, but it's mostly, it's recording audio, but I can see her. She's reading her sleeve. I'm looking, I know. I'm like reading. I'm having to kind of look and kind of like reading the words I have and all these things. I have this elephant that I love. I'm very passionate about uh, saving the elephant, saving the dolphins and the whales. So I got all different kinds of those on my arms. And uh, I had gotten the, this elephant one is one of my birthday tattoo years ago. And first it was just an outline. It's pretty big on my arm, but it was just an outline. And then a few years later, I had it filled in gray. So it's more like what an elephant looks like. And when we grayed it, we did the reverse. So it would actually be my skin color to show the number 96. Oh, it's so beautiful. And the reason I... why I wanted that was to be part of the story because a lot of people don't know this, but every day, 96 elephants are killed for their ivory in Africa. And it's 35,000 that are killed every year, but it comes out to 96 a day. So I wanted the elephant to be more than just, oh, this cool elephant tattoo. I, I put that 96 in there to represent that because it starts the story. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No wonder every people must stop you and say, well, tell me about this. And now your, your life is unfolding. And it's also a reminder to you of your lived experiences that have led you to where you are today. And folks, that's the beauty of living long enough is that you have all these great experiences that help create who you are and the fabric of your life. And also these are all common among us among humans right the having a passion you know sharing your deep love for the elephants and their story so being an advocate through your tattoo art yes. you know because on my other arm I, I i did actually do a little bit of a marine theme i'd already put a lot of stuff on the lower part of my arm but for the upper it's like well i, I really want to have some of these dolphins and whales and just some marine stuff octopus because i really enjoy that documentary my octopus teacher i had no idea how smart octopus were oh my gosh and so i had to get that on my arm so when i was working and this was kind of like towards the end of finishing my my second sleeve i just went all crazy with all these different i can't really get, try to get this on video for you but um it, it just tells this story and me trying to be an advocate for the, these marine animals. Yeah. Uh, this one that's really the most important to me, I don't know if I, it's, the, uh, let it's me, called a vaquita, yeah. which is, it is the, um, the smallest um, endangered, they're like a small porpoise. 
and they're highly endangered. And I want a, mo- a mom and the baby to represent trying to bring, they're trying to bring them back from extinction right yeah. now in Mexico. And a lot's being done. And I've you know, been donating to that. I, I think it's a great cause. So I thought, what better way than to be an advocate and to talk about this and share this story than to get that tattooed on my arm with the mother and the baby. And so it's been really, really cool. Just, but if, I mean, I don't get stopped off. Most these days, it's usually people just, they see I got all these tattoo things and go, oh, I really like your sleeves. I, I get a lot of that. Um, not as often with people wanting specific stories, but they'll look and they're just like super impressed by all the artwork. But it's really so that I can look back on all these things, yeah. that, you know, I have tribute to one of my dearest dogs that I had that was a rescue. His name was Hogan. Oh. After he passed, I had uh, his paw print. Okay, hold on. Show, show Hogan's paw print. So I have his paw print, which uh, after he was cremated, they sent that to me. So I had that. I gave it to my tattoo artist. I said, let's put that. And then a few years later, I did this big tribute where uh, I used to walk him on the bio here in Houston. It's just this little waterway. And I had this photo and I gave it to the tattoo artist. And I said, I really kind of want to represent my daily walks with him. And then we had some flowers and it was just a really cool piece. And so some of these in my later years, as this was becoming more of a sleeve, was just more of these really important things. I, I When I also started going bigger with, with creating these sleeves, after my dad had passed away, I had, he always loved flowers. He always had flowers growing in his garden. And so I had like this nice little heart with a flower as a tribute to him. So just all these things as things were happening in my life that pretty much could just kind of tell my life story. I love this something fierce. I mean, this is really what Yuring's story is all about, are the stories that in, inspire us, right? To keep going, to have purpose and meaning and passion in our lives so that we get up every day and we can, you know, live this experience called our human selves. And listeners, hop on over to Tell Me Your Ink Story on Instagram at Tell me your ink story. And Madeline has promised to send some photos so you can go over and see the elephant, the, you know, Sempre, the, um, the dolphin with her baby and her beautiful, beautiful dog, Hogan. I mean, it's such a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of artwork. Who is the tattoo artist that did that particular piece? So that's the person I go to these days. I've been to a variety of artists over the years because I've been doing this for so long. But I I now stick to just one artist. And her name is Stephanie Purnell. She has her own shop that she owns here in Houston, Texas, where I live, called Electric Chair Tattoo and Piercing. And it's electricchair.cc is their website. And I've been going to her for years now. When I started the whole birthday tattoo thing, uh, I started going because I, I had met her years before and I forgot that she was a tattoo artist. And so I went to her one time. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this birthday tattoo every year. Just put me on your calendar every year, <laughs> January 11th. And that's what we did. Like she would just, it would just be this automatic once a year. I'm already in her calendar. And then. Over probably the last five or six years, I actually started going a a little bit more often because I was starting to kind of fill in the sleeves a little bit more. So it was not, it was that once a year for several years that got me doing more and I was filling out the arms and uh, just really interesting looking back how it just this slow build to uh, just really my story on my arms. It's beautiful body art, Madeline. Thank you. And, And for you too, because as humans, folks, we have really tough days. 
and to be able to look at your sleeve for inspiration, to remember the love that you felt with Hogan at that time. Absolutely. You know, we all have special pets. We love our pets always, but sometimes there's that one pet that really resonates deeply for forever with us. And so, you know, that's there. And I know that your, your art and your ink stories are inspiring listeners right now to think about what they'd like to put on their arm, whatever that story is. I think it's so fascinating, so inspirational. And are you sure you're complete with uh, tattoos on your beautiful body? You know, for me, it's just, I just love the, I love the forever art. I love that yeah. it stays with you. Uh, I know a lot of people are nervous about doing it. and But it no, no new art on your body. Not at the moment, but because I, I just kind of ran out of room on my arms. I have some on my back and shoulder and stuff, but like, I don't feel this need. Like I have, yeah. like I have to just keep going body. and keep doing this. Um, I mean, and I'm not as inspired, like, oh, I have this great idea for my birthday tattoo. Like I felt like I've, I put the things that that really have meant the most to me on me yeah i don't feel like oh i'm gonna go like go do a leg sleeve now just because it looks cool on some people and i want to do it too i mean we all have our own motivations and desires for for getting tattoos and everybody's different the other thing with the tattoos i've gotten i didn't pick with just one style you know i never even realized until i started watching that tv show ink master there's so many different styles of tattoos and i'll see that some people stick with just traditional and my tattoo artist stephanie is very big with doing traditional and actually we've done very most of my stuff is just more of make it look cool with and, and like we talk about what i want the art to be and her interpretation but it's not always her usual style that she likes to do the most with traditional, I mean, we've done some really interesting things that are very different from what she normally does. I, so I think it's interesting that like, you don't have to do it one way. There's no right. rule book. You, you kind of do what feels right for you. Exactly. Your body. And see, and that's why I asked if you were feeling complete, because that's great. You have what you want right now at this point in time. Exactly. This feels great. It serves you. It tells a story for you that helps you keep inspired and moving forward and doing what you want in life and managing all the ups and downs of, you know, human emotions that happened as, especially as entrepreneurs, as we go through life. And so I just am so inspired from hearing this story and learning about why you put that beautiful body art on your body. And I know listeners, be sure to leave comments, be sure to reach out to Madeline and connect with her everywhere she glows. And also, you know, let us know what you think. Is it, is it one and done? You know, let us know your tattoo stories as well in the comments, or if you want to be on the podcast, you know what to do at the end of the show. I'll have all that information. Madeline, I cannot thank you enough for sharing your beautiful stories with us. And I'm so grateful for your insights, for the art of tattooing and the heart of tattooing. You have helped us connect more deeply with each other and ourselves through your ink story. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Andy. And thank you for doing this podcast. I think this is such a great idea. I can't wait to hear other people's stories. I mean, it's something that brings us all together, but also shows our individuality. And I think that's what's so great about tattoos. Exactly. That individuality, yet at the same time, right? Connecting us because that individual expression is usually a human emotion that we can all relate to, right? Right. Oh, thank you so much, Madeline. I really appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Ink Story. 
Please rate and review this podcast wherever you are tuning in. And if this episode inspired you, please share it so we can all feel more connected through our common humanity and lived experiences. If you or someone you know would like to share a meaningful ink story on the podcast, please send me an email, andy at yourinkstory.com, along with a brief description. Feel free to share your thoughts about this episode via a voicemail message by visiting yourinkstory.com. And when you get to the website, just tap the podcast mic icon located in the lower right-hand corner of the screen and leave your message. Until next time, I'm wishing you a delicious day everywhere you glow. Cheers.